This is the Season Long Podcast in support of the YouTube channel Season Long Baller. Hope you're having a wonderful day and thank you for joining us. We'll dive right on in. As you see, right now, this is what we did last week. There were only two games due to the All-Star break, and those were both victories for the Wizards, running a winning streak up to 15 games, longest one of the season for the Wizards, and their second double-digit winning streak of the season. The first one, an 83-69 victory over the New York Knicks. This took place on uh, Friday. And then two days later, on Sunday, yesterday, the Wizards got a 79-67 victory over the Chicago Bulls. So there were only two games last week. And of course, as you know, that was due to the All-Star break and All-Star weekend. Let's take a quicker look here, or a closer look, at the New York Knicks game. And here, Jamont Summers had a pretty good game. And of course, as you know, Jamont Summers is who we play as. That's our NBA 2K23 player build. 6'5 point guard, number four, on the Washington Wizards. That's the team we put him on. And as we've said before, we, didn't, we had him come out of William & Mary. We didn't want to put him at a basketball power, even though that has nothing to do with anything <laughs> in terms of how he would play on the court or anything like that. And also, we modeled the, the um, statistics, the badges, his overall rating off of his draft class, which would, of course, be the NBA uh, 2022 draft class, headed by uh, Bancaro of the Magic, Chet Holmgren, who was drafted by the Thunder, and Jabari Smith drafted by the Rockets. Bancaro was a 78 overall, so we could not make Summers over a 78. And so that's the baseline that we have been working with. In this game, Summers against the Knicks had 25 points, going 10 out of 16 from the field and 2 out of 5 from 3. So Basically, we had one of our better shooting games on the season and did not miss a free throw going uh, three out of three. Now, the main reason, of course, for this victory, as uh, Porzingis also had a good game, five out, of, five out of seven from the field with nine rebounds, was the Wizards shot over 50%, going 53% from the field, while the Knicks only shot 41%. And that partially explains a lot of it in terms of um, the margin of victory. But the other thing to, to make mention of is the points in the paint. The Wizards had 50, while the Knicks only had 28. And that was a major reason there for the disparity between the two teams and an 83-69 victory for the Wizards at home. The second game was against the Bulls, and that took place uh, yesterday. And one of the key factors here in a 79-67 victory for the Wizards was Zach Levine was only 5 out of 17 from the field and two out of seven from deep. That was a big difference in this game, and one of the main reasons why the Wizards were able to win, and again, kind of continues this pattern that we've seen with a lot of the superstars, Damian Lillard, uh, Steph Curry, even Luka Doncic, not having great games when they play against us, and I keep thinking that at some point, (laughs) that is going to turn around, and we are going to get toasted. (laughs) So we, we will see when that happens. So taking a quick look at your award races, and look at this, Jamont Summers is leading the MVP voting. Second is Porzingis. Third is Luka Doncic, who's been leading this most of the season. Uh, Joker is fourth and Trey Young is fifth. We'll be seeing Trey Young in just a moment. We'll talk about him in just a moment. We'll be seeing him coming up this week. But <laughs> that would be a real, and I know it's a simulation, but that would be a real oddity in NBA lore, right? A guy who is a rookie who did not make the all-star team, but he's going to be number one in the MVP voting at this moment. I don't know if that's ever happened, but yes, I know it's a simulation and we are playing uh, this season as we are marrying the actual Washington Wizards schedule and we are marrying this season 
um, of the Wizards, and we are doing so on NBA 2K23, my NBA, the modern era, of course. So again, Summers is leading there. We'll see if that continues. Player of the week last week, the week of February 13th through the 19th, look at this, Jamont Summers was the Eastern Conference Player of the Week, and Luka Doncic was your Western Conference Player of the Week. Now, right now, the Wizards are 49-12. and That is the best record in the league, and they have already clinched a play-in berth. Now, obviously, we want more than that, but they have already clinched that. Second place right now is the 76ers, who are a full nine games back at 39-20. and The Hawks are 38-23, and and then the Cleveland Cavaliers are 38-25. and and that, that is your top four in the East. Uh, we are 2-1 and one against the Sixers. We are 0-0 against the Hawks and 1-1 one and one against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, out West, the Grizzlies have rested control or have wrestled control of first place. They are 39-20, and 20, but it is a tenuous lead at best as they are only a half game up on the LA Clippers, who are 40-22. and 22. The Mavericks are 37-24, and 24, and then the Nuggets are your top four there as they are 36 and 25. Now we split with the Grizzlies and we will not talk about that horrible loss we took to the Grizzlies. <laughs> uh, split with the Clippers as well. That was also an interesting game. Then we uh, swept the Mavericks 2-0 and right now we have played the Nuggets once in Denver and that was a loss. And by the way, the fifth place team out West is the Sacramento Kings. We have played them only once out West as well. And the Kings own that season series right now at one nothing as well. So we'll be seeing the Nuggets and the Kings a little bit later on in the season. One of the key things I did want to talk about, and I talk about it a lot during our uploads on YouTube, of course, the differences between the league. We are simulating our league, so as the league has gone along, there have been lots of differences, and one of the main differences outside of the trades that happened recently has been injuries. Right now, Thomas Bryant still playing for the Lakers. Obviously, he's not in real life playing for the Lakers. But in our simulation, he just recently was knocked out for the season with a dislocated left patella. That is bad. Of course, uh, Winslow from the Trailblazers, we didn't see him in either game because he has been out for two to four months with a broken vertebrae. Uh, Mo Bamba, we have not seen him in a while. The fractured left leg out for one to two more months. But this is the most significant thing. Jason Tatum was injured quite a while ago in our simulation, maybe back in October. And initially, the duration was season. He was going to be gone for the season. But as we've gone along, it changed to like four to six months. And I even mentioned, would he come back in April if the Celtics made the playoffs? Would he come back in time for the playoffs? Well, now his ruptured left Achilles, which had him out for the season in our simulation, is now day to day. And Tatum could possibly return this month or actually in March. And that would probably change the complexion of the East playoffs because right now I believe the Celtics are barely holding on to a playoff position or they're like in, like in the play-in and you get Tatum back, which again was just thought of as he's done for the year. He's not only going to come back early, obviously, but he's going to play a good portion of the, the last month of the season before the playoffs start. So that is a very significant thing. That was a big difference, obviously, in our league. And I even mentioned it earlier in the season that one of the biggest differences between our league and the real NBA was that Jason Tatum was out for the season. But now he is coming back and he will be playing, as I said, he is listed as day-to-day. So right now, let's go ahead and take take a look at our Jamont Summers play of the week. It was rebound Beal. I thought he was going to hit that. 
build a Summers. Summers. Wow. Um, what was that? So Beals hits Summers on the cut. Summers tosses it back on an alley oop to Porzingis, and he tips it in. I don't know. Is that supposed to be a little globe trotters there? That. <laughs> Not sure about that one. So as you can see during the actual broadcast, I wasn't even sure how to describe that. Bradley Beal hit Jamon Summers, who was ahead of the pack with the pass. And then Summers throws the alley-oop back to Porzingis, who then kind of, he doesn't dunk it or anything. He's not all the way into the paint yet, but he kind of taps it into the basket. So that was an odd play. I don't know. I think I described it globetrotterish. It was really an odd looking play. However. Summers gets the assist, Porzingis got the uh, basket, and all is good. But that was still a very funny-looking play. So taking a look at what happens next week in terms of the schedule, the Atlanta Hawks, we've been talking about them for quite a while, about we haven't played them, we're in the same division with them. Well, we are about to see them a lot in the next couple of weeks. But it all starts off tomorrow against the Hawks in Atlanta, our first look at Trey Young and the in and the Hawks. And remember, as I just mentioned a little while ago, they are currently third in the East. March 1st is not really too significant, but that is the last day of the season that you can extend contracts of players that you want to extend. I don't think that's going to mean anything for us. And we are going to wrap up the week. Well, we're going to play two more games this week, as you can see with our calendar, March 2nd and March 4th back-to-back home games against the Toronto Raptors. Now, why I'm saying it's going to be four games instead of a three-game week is because on March 5th, that is where the NBA moved the Milwaukee Bucks game due to the postponed game between the Wizards and the Pistons back in February. If you recall, in real life, and I did say it wrong a couple times, but in real life, the Pistons got snowed in or some inclement weather in Dallas And that game was supposed to take place in Detroit. They could not get back to Detroit. NBA postponed the game. So the game has been rescheduled for March 7th. However, to facilitate this, on the Wizards side of things, the game against the Milwaukee Bucks, which was scheduled for March 6th, has been moved to March 5th. In our calendar, it is still on March 6th, and we have already played the Pistons. However, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and upload that game on March 5th to kind of stay as consistent as we can with the Wizards schedule. There won't be a game on March 7th as the real Wizards will be playing on that game because we've already played the Pistons. And then guess what? On March 8th, guess who we get again? The Atlanta Hawks back to back on the 8th and the 10th in D.C. So as I mentioned, we are going to see the Hawks a lot here in the next couple of weeks playing them three times. But first, this week on Tuesday... Tomorrow, we will face the Atlanta Hawks. And then on Thursday, we face the Toronto Raptors in Washington. And then again on Saturday, we face the Raptors again in Washington. And then the Milwaukee Bucks on March 5th instead of March 6th. Hope to have you there or hope you have you watching for all of those games. That's going to do it for this edition, season long podcast number 17. Thank you for listening and hope to see you tomorrow against the Atlanta Hawks. Don't forget to check out SeasonLongBaller.com. That is now up for about a week. It is a brief synopsis of all things J. Mount Summers and all things Season Long Baller. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. That's it for Season Long Podcast and Season Long Baller. Peace.